people running these companies? Well, well, the thing is, they're still in that old model, and it doesn't work anymore. Yep. It don't not. Don't not at all. Which one do we serve to next? Supporting actor. All righty. Edit. 700 minutes. Let's go 12. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. You want to start this one? All right. I think I'm ready. I'm ready. In three, two. Got another question for you, Matt. I love answering questions. Shoot. Okay. Uh, Have you seen the movie Twins? Indeed I have, yes. Okay. We can agree Oscar caliber performances all around. Uh, Yes, it is classic cinema. Okay. So is Danny DeVito a lead actor or supporting actor? Oh, I like this. There was a lot of debate this year at the Oscars about supporting versus lead and and Viola Davis being stuck in the supporting actress role. Not fair. Just to be able to win, right. Right. Um, Again, it's all a game, so that's how it works. Supporting actors are the backbone of cinema. Oh, yeah. You can have... Character actors, yeah. Absolutely. You can have all the the Tom Cruises of the world, but if you don't have everybody else in the film, you're making B-movies still. Can we just uh, take time out and... uh pour one out for probably one of the greatest supporting actors of all time. God, we can do that for a lot Bill of Bill motherfucking Paxton. Ain't that the truth. We miss you. We miss you in Texas, Bill. Man, we miss him bad. Some of the greatest uh, supporting roles. Absolutely. Um, so let's give a little love to some supporting actors today. Uh, you know, you talk about uh, missing somebody. I, I think that probably my favorite uh, from the time growing up was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. The different amazing rando roles that that he found himself in. Happiness, for example, was such a classic. <laughs> you have to be so comfortable with yourself right. to be able to do that. And to know that that's, you know, as a supporting actor, you have to think about your career and maybe you want to be a, a, a you know, a, a, have a leading role one day. And if you do things like the, the jerk-off stuff and happiness with the tissues and whatnot, maybe you don't get that role. Maybe right. people always look at that. Not unlike how women have to deal with nudity. Um so you have to take chances yeah. as a supporting actor. Uh, as long as we're going with Phillips, I'm going with Philip Baker Hall. Oh, yes. That motherfucker can act. Absolutely. Yeah. And been doing it forever. Yeah, and it's hard for me to figure out what, what my favorite role of his is. Because it's like, well, he's great in Heart 8. I love him in Heart 8. It's true. He's only, he only has like one and a half scenes in Boogie Nights, but man, he kills it. Yep. But then again, Magnolia, Magnolia. Jimmy Gator. Mm-hmm. The, Everything he says. Have you been drinking? As fast as I can. Right. God. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Hell, we'll even go with uh, Some of All Fears. Oh, yes. He's great in Some of All Fears. Old Tom Clancy. And he has one of the most famous scenes in Seinfeld history as a librarian. Is that something? Is that like a TV show or something? (laughs) For a second, I actually bought it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's wonderful. You talk about Magnolia, though. Look at all the actors, all the supporting actors that came out okay, of that. Okay, that, that, that's a good, that's a great one to talk about because there is a person who was nominated for best supporting actor that year mm-hmm. um, from that movie. Remember who it was? Was it Tom Cruise? It was Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And when he lost, he lost to Michael Caine. Michael Caine got up there and looked at Tom and said, "You don't want this anyway. You're a lead, <laughs> right?" Um. And I think that kind of spoke volumes, not just for how people view Tom Cruise, 
but the fact that he was willing at what was arguably the height of his popularity to take a role in a movie where he is severely unlikable, <laughs> act his ass off, and then not get recognition for it, really. You know, it's kind of kind of sad. He was actually in two fantastic movies that year, probably his best movies ever, and I think they might be his lowest performing movies of all time. That and Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, I thought we were on the same page. Oh, uh, oh uh, for, the, for the home audience right now, I really want Matt to tell a story about Eyes Wide Shut, but we won't do it now. We'll save that story for another time, but he knows what I'm talking about. No, he knows. We, the story that you shared with us all the other day. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the long-time rumor from Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's a teaser yeah. for another show. But, um, yeah, uh, 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 William H. Macy. Uh, oh. Who has built a career on being just that the guy. best. That yeah. guy. Um, His delivery... <laughs> In Boogie Nights, mm-hmm. where he's frustrated and goes, my wife has an ass in her cock in the driveway, Kurt. <laughs> where he's so angry he can't he can't form words properly, but that's the way it's written in the script. He didn't fuck anything up. It's right. just, that's how he is. Uh, that face of his, where it's uh, uh, the cooler, yeah, where he takes a turn. He was actually the, the lead in that one. Um, but when he wears the glasses, sometimes when he's, uh, that, uh, what was, is it, was his name Danny in Magnolia? When he was a little Quick kid, and Donnie Smith. There, Donnie Smith. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that face of his. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that that will be uh, forever in my mind. Um, okay. Uh, you know, let's talk about how, how about this. People who've made the transition to and from. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have somebody like Alec Baldwin, who started out as a lead, mm-hmm. leading man, handsome, good-looking, skinny guy, nice voice, great hair. You went a little William Shatner there on LinkedIn. Thank you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he is now the king of supporting roles. Right. He comes in, shows up, and destroys, whether it's on 30 Rock or SNL or hell. Take a look at Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. You have a movie with some of the greatest actors of all time. You have Ed Harris, mm-hmm. um, Jack Lemon, uh, who else? Uh, Pacino. Yep. Um, I think there was a woman in there that was important too, but I don't remember her name. But um, he comes in, he has one scene, it was added for the movie. And it's the only thing people remember from the movie. And it's literally one scene, it's like eight minutes long, and right. it's just him being awesome. And again, that was when he was, you know, the marrying man, and he was the shadow. And The shadow knows. The shadow knows. I think the shadow's in here right now. I love the shadow. Um, it's it's a campy, silly movie, but you know if you've ever listened to the the serials, it, it's perfect. Yes, you know? indeed, um, indubitably. But yeah, so someone like him went the opposite way. Have there been any fans and, and that's such a gone lead? That is such a difficult thing. I got to think as as a actor because most of your life is based on how you feel about yourself and you yeah. know you, that inner thing that you have to have as an actor to to be able to take a step back and to do that takes real. Real guts and uh, you know, real, real faith in yourself that you'll be able to do that. Not unlike, uh, say, James Gandolfini. Yeah, I feel like he took that turn later in mm-hmm. his life, and we could still have him if he was still with us. But man, uh, films like uh, 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 the Mexican, Gummit, the Mexican, yes, he was excellent in that. Yep. Or or, or Achilles him softly. Yeah, when he shows up as the hitman, the the stumbling, bumbling, sorry, dying hitman. Um, and to be able to go from the Sopranos. To step down right. and to do that was uh, was a big thing. I've got to imagine too that after, you know, being the guy on The Sopranos, that doing character work like that is also a hell of a lot less pressure. Oh, absolutely. You know, because when you're doing The Shadow, 
and it's an eighty million dollar movie or whatever it was, probably fifty. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of moolah riding on your back. Right, it's a lot of pressure. And then you have someone say, "Hey, we're doing a show. Can you come in? You're going to get like four scenes per show, and you've just got to do quippy one liners and look good." Like that's got to be fun. Sign me up for that. Uh, I think you asked uh, going the other way. Uh, I think yeah. that Tom Hanks would be a good example of going the other way. Um, started okay. with Booze and Buddies. But he was the lead. <sighs> was there a lead in that show? <laughs> yes, it was him. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. But uh, he did some other stuff uh, early in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was number two to Hooch. I think that Hooch was definitely <laughs> the, the main actor in that one. Uh, and, you know, there's not a bigger star in the world right now. Bill Murray. Bill Murray went the other way because he was not the lead in Caddyshack. Right. And then he went to uh, Stripes right after. So, yeah, that mm. kind of launched out him. On all of I know you don't like him, so but you have to, you can at least. I acknowledge they were a thing that happened. I acknowledge that they were a thing that happened. Um, dang it, I just had one too, and you threw me off of that Bill Murray thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Ooh, oh, you know what? Let's Let's never leave out Benicio del Toro. Maybe oh, yeah. one of my favorite guys of all time, because from Fear and Loathing to has he ever been a lead though? Yeah, I think so. Um, let me think. I can think. Give me a second. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I don't remember, but he has. I don't know. If not, screw everybody. Antonio Banderas. <gasps> he was in that jail movie both. with Tommy Lee Jones. Hmm? He was in that jail movie with Tommy Lee yeah. Jones. Oh, and he was a werewolf. Come on now. Oh, I forgot about that. Jeez, disrespecting Benicio like that. Um, uh, Antonio Banderas. He's oh, done. Yes. He's done both, but I think he's more gone from lead to uh, supporting at this point. Yeah, but when you get paid Shrek money, you can do that, right? And I think that 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 has to play obviously into it. You know, mm-hmm. it depends on how much money that you made from from something as to be able to go off and to, right. to do that. Uh, a lot of things have to go into as an actor to be able to. You know, to do that, not just your inside feelings, but the the cash that you're bringing in, that kind of stuff. Because once you put yourself on that level in Hollywood, a lot of times you can't get back. Once you go to supporting, right. they're not going to bring you back to well, Who's the supporting league. actor you wish would be bigger? Uh, uh, Michael um, Pitts, I believe is his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done, you know, he was in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, he was in Seven Psychopaths mm-hmm. in the first season, uh, in the first uh, um, minute or two. He is such a great actor. He did a movie with uh, uh, Bertolini, something or another, okay. the great Italian director. Sorry, sir, you're, you're a fantastic filmmaker. I just can't think of your, uh, your name right now. Uh, in The Dreamers. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that was the first one I saw, and I go, holy crap, he is unbelievable. That's just when you saw his penis. That is also when I saw his penis. Um, I think, man, I don't know. They're, they're a bunch, but I think Sean William Scott for me. Okay. I think he's super funny, and with Goon, he... He's, he's great. Great. But for some reason, he never, it's probably just the Stifler thing. You couldn't get past here. I agree. Um, but I mean, yeah, when I mean, you look at or that that film or Southland Tells, I mean, he was oh, excellent in Southland Tells. He was probably the best person oh, wow. in he Southland Tells. been in two movies together. That's neat. Mm, yeah. yeah. They're both good. They're run down as well. I enjoy that. I just Love watched it on down. commercial <laughs> uh, on uh, cable just not too long ago. Oh, and um, there was another three name guy that I was going to. Give out. Oh, we didn't. Uh, we skipped over John C. Riley. I was going to talk about him during oh, Magnolia man. as well. Wasn't he in like three of the five <laughs> pictures nominated for best movie mm-hmm. in two thousand three? Yeah. There you go. All right, I'm back, guys. No, John uh, so- C. Riley is. He's funny in a way that most people can't understand. 
Agreed. Stepbrother, unbelievable. I think we started this whole conversation a few weeks ago, and I just wanted to get to this before we wrap up, arguing whether Brad Pitt is the best supporting actor of all time. He's not a supporting actor. He's played a lot of main actor roles, but if you take him just because he's pretty, I think a lot of times he Mm -hmm. gets it just because he's pretty, but his real skill lies in supporting actor. Right. So he would be the ultimate to be able to take and just put him in all so, the supporting actor roles. I, I wouldn't call him a supporting actor. I call him more of a chameleon because he does both. That's fair. Okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah, we can agree on that. Burn after reading, though. Excellent. Well, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's, so he's really funny in everything he does, but he can also carry a movie on his own. The, actually, the biggest problem I have with in- Inglorious Bastards, in fact, there's not nearly enough of a minute. That's true. He says Nazi. Nancy. Nancy. Yo, me. 100 Nazi scalps. I want my scalps. I remember that on commercial. That was a good commercial. That was a good... Uh... Every time he releases a movie, uh, 